In this episode, we'll cover tips, techniques, and strategies to onboard your new employees and get them up to top performance levels as quickly as possible. Thanks for joining me today. This is a critical component of building and leading your team. A successful onboarding process will establish the relationship and expectations with your new employee, provide the new hire with the information he or she needs to be successful, develop a plan for future success. So why is this important? Here are a few reasons. Transitions are difficult. The new employee has new expectations, relationships, possibly a new location. It's your responsibility to set this person up for success. One of the most important things you can do as a leader is to provide your team with the tools and resources to set them up for success. This is a major tenet of servant leadership. If you haven't read any of the books on servant leadership, this is a good time to go to Amazon and do a little bit of shopping. But part of servant leadership is providing the tools and resources your employees need. Get your new employee productive faster. A good onboarding process starts with taking ownership. Many managers rely on others to take responsibility. Quote unquote, HR should do it. This is the top excuse I hear from leaders. HR needs to do more for onboarding. At the end of the day, it's your job as a leader to onboard your employees. If HR has tools and resources that help you, great. If they don't, take the lead and drive better onboarding. You'll be a more successful leader, you'll have more productive teams, and you'll have much better relationship with your employees. Be the leader to look up to. Develop an onboarding plan for each and every employee you hire. It will pay huge dividends. Start by developing your onboarding plan. Your plan should address the following areas. Logistical requirements. Learning. Relationships. Goal setting and planning. I would do this a minimum of a week before the individual starts and possibly two. That way you can book key meetings while people have availability. After you do this once, it becomes easier as you will have a template for your team that you can modify based on the role for each employee. There's nothing worse than a leader that goes on vacation and comes back two weeks later and expects their new hire to start and be ready to go. Allow time after vacation or travel to prepare for your new hire. It's really important. This is a critical day for this new employee and a critical day for setting up your relationship with this employee. My onboarding plans have three components. A learning plan, list of key things to learn, and from who and when. A week one schedule. I start intense with the first week of planning, and it's fairly well scheduled for the new hire, and then pull back and let them manage their schedule with mutually agreed upon goals. The level at which you plan and develop the onboarding will be based on the level of the new hire. If you're training a recent college graduate, you're going to have to spend more time in the weeks following the first week in providing them much closer guidance and the tools and resources to be successful than you will with a seasoned executive leader. With a seasoned executive leader, it's still important to provide a week one schedule. After all, how are they going to schedule with people last minute? What tone will you set with that individual? It's important to provide a plan for that first week and then let them fly on their own and check in. This is Situational Leadership 101. Tailor the level of your onboarding and training to the level of the individual that you're hiring. They'll appreciate it and you'll appreciate it. First, let's start with logistics. Think of the basics. For some, I know it seems crazy, but my first day on the job at a major company, 
I did not have an office, a phone, a computer for over a week. What a waste of my time and the company's resources. It's no wonder my boss got fired within three months of my start. Don't be that leader. Be sure that your new hire has what he or she needs to be successful. Secure a workspace, computer, phone, and make sure it's ready to go. If it's a big company and growing, you may have to push. But remember, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Make sure the software is installed and think through what your new hire will need in terms of hardware, software systems to get productive. Learning. Your new hire will need your help here. Technical info about your company and products. Training. He or she will need to do the job. Company culture. History. Systems training. Expense management. Mission critical software. Develop a list of what he or she will need to learn and when. Include who needs to train them. Schedule key training meetings. Relationships. This is really an extension of learning, but it's also a critical part of onboarding. Think up and down the organization as well as across. Your new hire should meet with their direct reports, your peers, and others in the organization doing similar jobs and that they might work with cross-functionally. Also think about people who have been with the organization a long period of time that might be able to provide history or context on the culture. Think top performers doing the job now, influential people in the organization, key stakeholders, historians. I normally set up these meetings in the first week. I always let the person know what the goal is of these meetings and what areas to focus on. There's nothing worse than sending out or receiving an invite that's blank with no express purpose. I've seen several leaders who think they're great at onboarding just set up a bunch of meetings. There's no subject. There's no goals. Each meeting that's set up should have a purpose. You should share this purpose with the individual that's going to meet with the person, and you should share the purpose with your new hire. If it's a more senior person, you can collaborate to identify the purpose together. But whatever you do, don't just be that person that says, new hire meeting, Joe Smith, 2 o'clock. Goal setting. This is a critical discussion to have during the first week. I typically prepare by laying out my perspective on what goals should and could be for the first week, 30, 60, and 90 days. I use this approach often in goal settings. I sit down before I meet with my employee to goal set, and I think about what could possible proposed goals be. I also ask the employee to think about the goals, and we each bring our perspective, we share it, we talk about the similarities, the differences, and the opportunities so that goal setting can be more robust. It can be challenging to set goals with a new hire in their first week, but it's important to prepare them to think about it and to prepare your thoughts. Again, don't be the leader that sits there and says, so what are your goals? That isn't effective goal setting. Effective goal setting is a collaboration between a leader and their employee to identify individual and mutual needs and agree on them. Your goals should be smart, specific, measurable, achievable, and timely. My typical goals look something like this. Week one, learn basic systems. Set up voicemail, email, learn the lay of the land, meet key people. 30 days, continue learning. Start doing job, identify quick wins. 60 days, leverage experience, make recommendations about the future. 90 days, accomplish XYZ. It will really depend on the role and what's important. You must get buy-in from your new hire so there's shared commitment on goals. If you just give them goals, that isn't going to work. And if they just give you goals, that isn't going to work. Collaborate on your goals. They'll be more successful. It's important to establish regular follow-up and feedback. A 90-day review 
and other touch points. I wouldn't wait 90 days to give or receive feedback. You should check in early and often into the new hire's tenure with stakeholders to get feedback. It's way easier to correct issues in the first few weeks or months than it is to help struggling new hires dig deep out of a hole after many months. Here are 10 tips for great onboarding. Top 10 tips for great onboarding. Identify a mentor. Catch issues early. Develop a training binder for critical roles. Take ownership. Vary your level of structure with the level of maturity of your new hire. Get feedback on your process, both from new hires and people you ask to participate in your onboarding. Adjust your onboarding plan as you go. Don't reinvent the wheel. Find others doing this well in your organization and learn. Don't assume others will onboard your employees. Document and build it better each time you hire. So that's our list of onboarding. We talked about the structure. We talked about some hints. And we talked about the 10 tips for successful onboarding. So thanks for tuning in today. Please subscribe on iTunes, write us a review, connect on LinkedIn, or check us out on Twitter at MedDeviceTalent.